Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girly by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. And talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to episode 85 of the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. Once again, we are also... Oh, Bedhoppers, what? No, we're Bedhoppers. <laughs> we're always Bedhoppers. What's our real names, dear? Come on. Oh, I see you want to involve that one again. Yeah. With Simon and Carolyn. Are you sure? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, good grief. This is going to be a long show, everyone. Welcome. Thanks for sticking us out today. This is going to be amazing. You think I can read your mind? I can't, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> of course. So we have with us a special guest. We do. Oh, she's lovely. She's a very nice lady. She is. Anyway, you're going to tell us who yes, she I is? Yes, I am. Uh, very, very lovely. Uh, Siobhan. Is that my pronouncing that right? Siobhan? Well done. Brilliant. Yes. Um, um, who was also on the uh, TV show that we featured on, which was Swingers on Channel 4 on the 24th of August. So today we are welcoming Siobhan and we're going to fire a few questions at her. Thanks for joining us, Siobhan. <laughs> uh, you're very welcome, guys. Nice to, to, to be speaking to you and having this lovely chat. <laughs> it's very nice, isn't it? So we've got a plethora of questions for you today. Ooh. Some of which I made up at least three minutes before we started speaking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so one of the first things that I want to cover. So you were in the trailer to The Swingers Show that came out a few days before the thing aired. Mm -hmm. And you were one of the little stars of those miniature films that came out. I would How say she was one of the big stars of that little trailer. Actually. Well, it was a little trailer. So, I know. Okay. You were one of the gigantically famous stars yeah. of, of the small trailer. How did it feel when you when you turned on your computer or your Facebook and saw that? I have to say, none of us, I think, knew, well, we didn't. We hadn't seen what was going to be, you know, we'd spent hours, hadn't we, with Tom. So we had, I had no idea how it was going to be edited, what bits they were going to pick, none whatsoever. So it was, it was kind of a bit anxious, a bit excited, thinking, what's it going to be like? And so I sat here and I watched it and I thought, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I had done a little thing with Tom a couple of years ago. So we had kind of done something similar. That was quite good because I thought it, it may be similar, you know, particularly with the florist bit downstairs here mm. and then going upstairs to my playroom. <laughs> um, so, so that was very similar to, to what we'd done. 
So it was really just a case of, of seeing what he had included, what they had included. Mm. And I, I, I loved it. I just, I just laughed from, from start <laughs> to finish, I think, you know, and thought, I think my main thought was, oh, my God, I really hope my sisters are watching. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tag them in it on Facebook? That's probably the easiest way. Well, there's only, I think there's only my brother-in-law on Facebook. Oh, no, my other sister is, but no. No, I thought I did think about emailing them, but I thought no. <laughs> Let them have a nice I'll surprise wait for one of the family to find it to watch oh, it. Oh, I see. Because <laughs> I, I, I was fairly sure that my nephew's wife would watch it, and but whether or not anybody would disclose the fact that it was going to be on or that they had seen it <laughs> or whatever, you know, and whether or not they still have, I have no idea. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> had you um had you shared the TV show with lots? Of- Only with friends, with okay. a few friends that know what I do. Yeah, that's fair. So, and they were they all eagerly watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of you having some glamorous watch party with some champagne. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what happened on the day, on the evening, because my the friend that I would have watched it with, something wasn't going to happen. And I thought, no, you know what? When it happened before, um, and we'll get on to that, um, <laughs> I went round and we actually, I had to watch it. We had to watch it like six times <laughs> because we were laughing so much. We were oh, missing bits, you. you know. <laughs> That was the actual program as opposed to the clip before. So the actual <laughs> clip before, yeah. I just thought, oh, let's. Oh, and yeah. that's amazing. Do you know what? We've only watched it once, haven't we? Uh, I've watched it a couple of times. Have you? Yeah, because I recorded you didn't it. didn't tell me that. Well, I, I only watched the best bits, which, you know, mostly me, really. Oh, I can just imagine <laughs> you sitting there, like, like clapping whenever you see yourself come on. <laughs> Yeah, just, High-fiving yourself. Just getting the dog. Look, Yoko, it's daddy. Look, look, it's daddy on the TV. I I've only watched it once. We'll watch it again, don't worry. We'll watch it properly this time with our messages and feeling nervous. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll put it on the projector in the garden and beam it up on the oh wall. Oh, my God, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as you watch the trailer and then you, you lead up to the day of the show, how did it feel? How, how well, You sat down and watched it and you were by yourself, did you say, when you finally come to watch this one? Yes. Yes, I think I decided to to just just watch it on my own, and then we could all talk afterwards about what we thought. <laughs> and yeah, I don't. Again, it was. I don't know if it was what I expected or not. It was one of those when it was because there were a bit there when you thought, oh, <laughs> yeah, hmm, maybe not. <laughs> and, Mm. Was that a good idea? It's mm. <laughs> um, a fair oh. comment. <laughs> I think we went through yeah. the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I think probably the bit that, and again, I don't care what people, you know, about the comments. I, I thought it, I thought it was hilarious. But the only bit that I wished he hadn't included was me trying to get in the jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have to say that trying to get in because, <laughs> and then, and and I've had this discussion on Facebook with a few American evangelical Trump supporters. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, they're the best. That's a good statement. <laughs> Aren't they just? Aren't they just? And I respond to them as probably the same way I respond to the wankers on Fab. Um, I love to take them on. And, and they do get quite upset when I call them an evangelical Trump supporter, I have to say, which does please me enormously. But, but yes, and the reason... 
and and Tom obviously didn't know that. But I mean, why for on earth they decided to, to pick that? I think it was partly just me getting in the jacuzzi because they actually wanted me to encourage Malika and Martin yes. to get it together. Oh. So that was the idea of getting in the jacuzzi. Okay. <laughs> because they weren't they weren't getting any action that night, were they? The crew were no. getting a little bit desperate because people weren't playing. <laughs> <laughs> so you were a secret spy. So I was a little spy, and it was, can you do something about this? You know, what would you like me to do? You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and I was up for it because I could see that they both fancied each other and they wanted to, but they just didn't want to do it just for the sake of the camera. Yeah, I think fair that's enough. fair. I do think that's yeah. fair. And we we had seen anybody to get to know more. We would have done. Yeah, I think that's in front I of think, cameras. <laughs> I think that's fair. So, how was the experience filming it all for you? Because I, I guess they spent a, a good day with you, like they did with us. Uh, <laughs> it was quite exhausting. I have to say, <laughs> I agree. Exhausting. How many cups of tea did you have to make? Oh, <laughs> how many times did you nearly get to eat your breakfast and then didn't have um, had it snatched away from you again? <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a friend come round to um, to do the making the cup of tea part, and that was funny because you know it is, and I suppose because I I'd done this thing with him previously, so I knew had an idea what it was going to be like but yes but belinda bless her so you know it was like coming to the door you know knocking on the door and then right <laughs> let's do that one again coming back coming back and doing knocking on the door so <laughs> half an hour just knocking on the door uh, 25 times <laughs> then getting in you know then getting in the door and then on the corridor and then in the kitchen and then picking up the mug putting down the mug picking up the mug putting down the mug <laughs> uh, picking up the coffee putting down the coffee you know and it was um yeah did we ever get to make the cup of tea i'm not even entirely sure we did <laughs> And uh, so that was a bit with that, that. Well, she was with us for, I don't know, about 45 minutes, just making a cup of tea. Just knocking the door. She never got to come <laughs> yeah, in. Knocking on the door. <laughs> She's still there. Ah, hello. <laughs> come back. How many times can you go? Hello. <laughs> Sorry to see you. Um, so, so, yes. And I think, well, then after she'd gone, then we had the lunch, making the lunch. Okay. It's a pity the cucumber bit didn't get in there because that would have been fun. Oh, you had a banana. Yeah, he oh, was. Oh, you had a banana. Yeah, I, had a banana. I, I refused. I refused. I had a cucumber. <laughs> no, I refused point blank. I was like, I am not touching a banana. You are joking. Yeah, but but you, you, you did it. You don't like bananas don't anyway. I like bananas, no. Oh, I was say, what's wrong with bananas? He looked appalled when I, was, when I refused to eat the banana for him. And then you oh, wanted you to eat it. He wanted me to peel it, yeah, and eat it. Oh no. Salacious. Absolutely refused point blank. <laughs> 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 he didn't even feature your banana anyway. <laughs> I'm up for anything, I'll just yeah, go on there, no do it. <laughs> yeah. So I had so I had the, the cucumber in its cellophane, so it was like peeling uh, yeah. it back, you know. Oh, yeah. I see. But for the yeah. viewers um uh, interest here, there is a salacious hand gesture going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely okay. some salacious movements going yeah. on on the camera. So that was the the daytime. And what about the filming of the evening? How was that for you? Yeah, that was uh, that was actually fine because it was it was more natural, wasn't it? Whereas you know during the day, how many hours? Twelve hours, I think he was with yeah. us. With yeah. me. Whereas on the evening, then what? Well, what? Well, once we were there, it was we were just kind of more or less just yeah they left you to it didn't they to try and just act like you normally would i suppose so rather than having you finally there although i did feel like i couldn't take a wee without someone following me (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i even oh did i did i even do that on the evening i don't know (laughs) yeah but yes it was you know let me know let us know when you're going to do this and let us know when you're going to do that and i think the only thing for me was because it was the first time i'd ever been to a club on my own 
Okay. So it was quite weird from that point of view. I think I kind of knew beforehand I probably wasn't going to play with anybody, partly because I was going on my own. And many times when I go to a club, I don't know about you, you don't end up playing with anybody else. Absolutely. You know, know, people think it's all about, oh, you know, it's a big orgy. No, I don't. I mean, yes, the first time I went to a club, I have to admit, I thought, oh, my God, what what is this place? And it did feel like a bit of an orgy. But it was a party night. It was, you know, a special occasion. Whereas normally when I go to a club, it's not a party. You just go to enjoy Mm -hmm. the facilities, maybe meet a few people, have a, you know, and socialise or whatever. We call it the roll of the dice. And I've never Mm -hmm. been without somebody else so I always end up playing with the person I've gone with but not necessarily with anybody else yeah I think that's a fair reflection and you're right people do have this misguided view of it just because you go to an establishment which facilitates going to do it and it very often will come away not having done anything other than socialised or be made arrangements to meet people again in a, in a more... In- it's it's no. a funny thing, though, going to a club because your experience, your feelings about that club can be very much based on what happens that night. Yes. So, it, And it's not always about the club itself. And we've been to, to, to crappy clubs and had great nights and we've mm. been to great clubs and had crappy nights. Mm-hmm. And, it's you know, often it's down to the people that you meet and mm-hmm. the, the interactions that you have. And it's it's quite funny how that clouds your, your thoughts mm, on the whole definitely. club thing, isn't it? It's quite an amusing one. Okay, so what did you enjoy about the show? I don't know that enjoy is perhaps the right word. I think because I was surprised at the way it came over, which which was probably i think it was it in a lot of ways it was good to show different types of people with different backgrounds with different experience but i think also the expectations of people when they go which is quite realistic really because i think everybody does have have expectations of what a swingers club is going to be like so I think it was good from that. I'm not sure that, that it showed, which is, again, impossible to show, what, what a club is really like. Mm. Because that, but again, because of what we said, they're all different. Mm. And because that was, you know, for the programme um, and the people that were there, the type of people that were there, um, and what and our role in that, I don't know. I think it did. I think it came up. Well, 3.3 million people are still watching my clip, for God's sake. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so obviously there is a huge, a huge demand for, for this kind of, for, for watching and, and, and for, for looking at this. And I think it, did it show a swingers club in it? In a true light, I think. I don't know. It, it's it's a tricky one. I think it's it, it? a slice of it, maybe. I, I think it but... gave possibly one of the better looks at a swingers club that I've seen on television, and I think it did show a different number of uh, it showed a number of people with a number of different backgrounds, and like you say, their expectations, and it showed a number of outcomes that could happen in a club. So in that respect, mm. I think it's it, it was real because it wasn't yes. staged. You know, we, we no. didn't play, you didn't play and all sorts of bits and bobs 
happened within the course of that, someone felt they were rejected or weren't people weren't interested in them, and then another couple did play. And so for that reason, I'm kind of think, well, actually, it does show you a variety of things that may happen when you go to a club. But it's difficult to separate the having been there and watched it being filmed with watching it on the screen, because I know that there wasn't any music going on in the club. I know there was, you know, 10 people in that club that night or whatever it might have been, Mm -hmm. which was strange. And, you know, there was all this stuff and also being followed around by cameras. But in the context of as real as it can be, I think it kind of did all right. You know, it did, it it, didn't it? It did. um, It may, it didn't. I mean, yes, I have been asked, you know, was it staged? Were we paid? You know, were they all actors? You know, you saw that in the forum. And, and I don't know. I mean, obviously, there are cynical people out there that that think that every television programme is staged and, and, and whatever. And so it was nice that the fact that we were part of it to be able to tell people exactly what it was and what it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and to enlighten them as to how real it actually was. Mm. We we had, which was, you know, really less than an hour all told. Yes. Once you take out we would be ads and stuff. Um yeah, there wasn't really much else they could do in, in that given time to a- accurately what? represent all the facets. Mm-hmm. And what they were hoping to achieve maybe was they, they need a narrative. They need this tick all the boxy and this taboo subjects that, you know, we like to poke fun at to get people watching for for the those reasons alone. But what I did like um, in, in a positive way was that at least it got people talking about the subject in a more constructive way than just, oh, look at this lot running around with masks on and dogging and what have you. At yeah. least it got it out there in a relatively positive light. So that we yes. could then come out and say, you know what? It wasn't fully accurate, maybe, because we are, and we're normal people. And look yeah. at you and me having an adult conversation about something that you, you didn't think you would, perhaps. So I, I applaud it for that. I applaud that yes. it's, it's allowed people to say. Mm. It, is, it is a very taboo yeah. subject. Um, and I think anything that helps to, to stop that, or to, and as you say, get people mm. talking, and it it has certainly got people talking. <laughs> three, uh, three million of them. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a shame. <laughs> the, the other thing that was a shame was that I was the only mature person there. And so, I, and do I care? No. I have been labelled yeah. <laughs> as the old lady, the old biddy, you know, all of those, all any term you like to to phrase somebody that is 67 and because I was the only one there it felt a little bit you know it would have been nice had there been a couple of other mature people plus it would have given Um, you some options on the night (laughs) (laughs) yes that would have been nice I'm not denying that (laughs) but but yes so so it's not I think (laughs) not that I care but to get it more balanced, in the, I was like the shock factor. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like the shock factor, which I don't, I mean, I just thought it was hysterical. And uh, which I think also the bit that he did, that my clip, this bit about being a florist and then upstairs to the playroom. Uh, and then even <laughs> the first bit about the clip was the cat. 
Oh my god! I love the cat. The cat's amazing. I really did enjoy the cat. <laughs> I, I've joked with people that she's got her own Facebook page now. You know? <laughs> our, our dog featured as well, you know. So yeah. the pets are doing yeah. quite well out of all this stardom, aren't they? Yes, but it was just the way they introduced the cat. You know? It was just what? How random was that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I appreciate that. Comments yeah. that. I've had about you know, oh, just imagine what that cat has seen oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> because because it was in the bedroom on the bed. <laughs> you know, just like. Well, I have I have a question off the back of that. I have a question off the back of that, actually. So, Siobhan, when when you agreed to take part in the show, um, obviously you've just made reference there to the fact that you you kind of felt that they were almost exposing you as as the, the the archetype older lady that you know is in my lifestyle did you think they were looking for that angle when they asked you well what's your mind at a time that they might be used kind of want to take part because you kind of wanted it about what you do the reason i was i did it was because of this previous thing i had done with tom this previous little thing and he had at the time said to me that he wanted to do a documentary about swinging okay that's what yeah. he wanted to do for ages mm-hmm and when he he got the opportunity to do a documentary on the back of what we'd done previously that he'd wanted to do it then but they had said no that you know we had they had various similar programs so he okay. had to go off and do other things okay but so then he got the opportunity and of course the first thing he did was ring me up and say <laughs> you know I want you to be in it and um and so it was yeah <laughs> why not let's why go not? for it it's going to be fun can, if nothing else. Can we talk about what this other thing was that you did then? Please? Oh, well, he was, yes, it was just a 10-minute little, he was in a competition, mm-hmm. and lots of them had to do this, present this 10-minute thing, okay. and then, and whoever won got to make a full-length documentary. Okay. okay. And he won. Excellent. Oh, and, he, and you featured in his little 10-minute uh, Oh, thing. it was me. It was, it just, was me. You, just you. It was, it was just, in, just me entirely. Um, oh, right, and it's okay. very similar, you know, being the, me being, you know, right. a florist, a, a, a florist, florist and, by day, you know, and... <laughs> so Excellent. yes. So he just wanted to do, you know, he wanted to do a program because he was intrigued about swinging. I see. And so he wanted to go on and do that, and uh, said, "I really want you to be in it." And I thought it'd be fun. Well, I think the whole filming experience was 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 fun. Yeah. To be fair, I think it was, we certainly had a you know apart from the stopping and starting making cups of tea and all that sort of nonsense, the actual messing around with cameras and stuff and and being in front of the screen mm-hmm. was, was was good fun. So you started to talk a little bit about what you, what you might change on the show. So when you'd actually seen the whole thing as it as it was live. Did you have any thoughts about what you'd have done differently or if you'd have changed anything about the show or some anything that didn't work for you? As I say, the only thing was me getting in the jacuzzi, which I have to say. <laughs> um, but it has, on the back of it, it's funny, isn't it? Because you see these things and you think, oh, dear God, did you really have to show <coughs> me struggling to get in a jacuzzi? But it's helped me on Facebook. You see, everything can be kind of turned around, you see. You can. Mm. And I think, well, okay. so I. That was funny. It, you know, I wouldn't have put it in myself, but I suppose surely there were better shots. There have been negative comments on Facebook about about it. But the reason, one of the reasons why I struggled was because I have a fear of deep water. So getting into swimming pools, jacuzzis mm-hmm. is always a little bit, you know, yeah. for me. So I'm not one of these people that can go up, jump in a swimming pool or 
you know, so when I go to clubs, whoever I'm with, generally I am very tentative getting into the swimming pool oh, because so I. I have this fear of water. <laughs> I reckon it's a secret technique to touch someone as you're getting in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, if there's somebody there, then yes, of course. Um, you, come and help me in. <laughs> that's always an option, you know, and 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 I have touched many people in swimming pools. Um, <laughs> it's frowned on in public pools, though, isn't it, I think? It's generally. <laughs> yes. Big exactly. signs up everywhere. Yes. So it has sparked this conversation. So I, I have been able to say to people, because I've, I've got, I'm have i on Facebook, I created another profile uh-huh. so that I could respond to the comments because okay. I didn't want to respond them as me. So and it has. So I've taken the opportunity to explain about the fear of water, which people have appreciated. So I thought, well, yeah, so maybe it wasn't so such a bad thing, because if it means that I can educate people, then it's I like, been fine. I like that. Actually, I, I do love that we actually do have a great opportunity about misconceptions and yeah yeah. whether people or not believe us is is another matter entirely of course people form their opinions all the time we don't care they just want to don't think about is that the the people on the risk we've got the opportunity to say you know what you didn't have to watch it and also why were you watching it (laughs) actually (laughs) let's have a conversation about that (laughs) so there was one woman and she was absolutely horrified by it that not only had she started watching it but she'd carried on watching it. <laughs> exactly. And so I did make a comment like, so hold on a moment. So first of all, you knew it was about swingers, which you obviously think is disgusting. So you decided you'd start watching it. Okay. And then then you you saw that it was everything that you thought and, and worse, and you carried on watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what we're expecting? How disgusting and appalling it is! Nobody <laughs> forced you to watch it. <laughs> oh dear! I know. Yeah, there you go. There's no accounting for um, no accounting people's for ability people. to act like adults. As you say, you know they can be, and and we all know about Facebook and Twitter and trolling yeah. and yeah. and 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 the 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 bad side of it. And and I I'm I'm grateful that. I, you know, the little bit that I have seen, but people do not realise how offensive and hurtful and the effect that their comments can mm-hmm. have on other people, um, which is the which is the bit that I really don't like about social media. So I can deal with it. I just laugh at it, and 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 that's fine. But not everybody can. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Bested risk. But it's a shame that you have to. It's do a shame that. That you have to do it. But equally, mm-hmm. I, I think actually this should be happen. Well, yes. I think you know when when we were watching because we were watching Twitter as 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 the thing was live and we we immersed ourselves in social media as we yeah, often we tend did. to. I did, that's and, right. and the comments started off pretty negative, mm-hmm. but by the time it got to sort of the middle of the show, most of it was was turning out to be a lot more positive and a lot yeah. more considered. Oh, really? I didn't I didn't follow it at the time. I didn't yeah. I didn't see hardly anything. I haven't seen much on Twitter. I have to say about it. So. And by hand, uh, interesting, positive, and you know, but some of us, yeah. it was quite interesting to see it, that reversed. The show it? itself is is a little bit of a flip in that it does start mm. out a little bit more humorous and a little bit more jaunty, and by yeah. the time we get with the prawn rings, with and the prawn <laughs> rings, and all that sort of stuff, and uh, but by the time you get into the the middle of it, it you know, there's there's sort of Han and, and Justin having having a moment, and then you talk about your story, and the tone shifts quite quite. Yeah. sort of rapidly and then we're talking about you know sort of 
putting our relationship first and all this sort of stuff. And and by the time you get to that end bit, mm-hmm. I think actually you've kind of gone from this, oh, it's, it, you know, it's salacious, it's fun, it's cheeky, it's this. You actually go, oh, they, oh, they, shit. Are, they are human beings. <laughs> and I think it, it, it took, but it took that time to take people through that journey. Of course, if you'd have started the other way around, people would have switched off because they, they, they come for the salaciousness mm, in Absolutely. the first place, you know, and if you can take them on that journey, it's, it's, it's they pretty did. good. They some heartfelt stories out there which probably absolutely it did bring out lots of different emotions Mm. and and i think people you know some people were you know could have been negative and said oh yes it's all about sad people with problems you know (laughs) um whatever but then you know there was the the other people who 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 could see it's real people Mm. with real experiences and there are so many people in the world who have had the kind of experiences that we all have had Absolutely. you know i'm not unique you know there are millions of people who have experienced what i've experienced so it was good that to show that there are lo- people out there are just normal people who in their lives may have had loads of shit it's not unusual Everybody you come across in your everyday life will have similar experiences. And so it was it was nice to to see that we just we're just normal. We're just human beings at the end of the day. Nothing exceptional. You know, we weren't acting, we weren't all superstars, Essex girls, you know, all glammed <laughs> up. We get so much of that. This was just normal. Real people doing real things. Real things. And I think that's that's what made it charming i think in, it did, it, in yeah. its in its way so you, you've been talking a little bit about everybody does has done you know experienced things like yourself and i'd like to get into a little bit around your journey but particularly how you got into swinging now i i, I already know this story because yeah. you told it to us on the night it wasn't on the camera <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember what i told you <laughs> all the things you told us it's gold <laughs> oh about being propositioned was it by a 27 year old rugby player i think that was that was one of the stories That's you can tell us that, that one if you like one of the actors <laughs> that, that is generally how i did yes because having been a committed christian for 40 years and not having had sex, which most people go, what? Really? <laughs> then I wasn't expecting to, my life to change, although I had lost my faith. And so, but it hadn't got to the point where was, now I want to go out and have sex with everybody. You know, it didn't mm-hmm. quite <laughs> come about like that. <laughs> so I was just sitting here minding my own business. And this guy that I knew through work, never met him, uh, we used to flirt on the phone. And it would be things like, so when you're taking me away for this dirty weekend, then, you know, this friendly <laughs> banter, flirty banter, which I did with everybody. When I had my flower shop, guys would come in, we'd, we'd have the banter. Nothing serious, whatever. But one day he then said to me, oh, something had happened in the office. And then I said, oh, OK, what's going on? Then he said, oh, if you're on Facebook, I'll tell you. So got on Facebook and there we were chatting away. And he said, so why don't you come over to my place tonight then? Friendly oh. banter. I thought <laughs> he didn't think friendly banter. He was thinking, I can shag a cougar. Never entered my head that he was serious. I hadn't had sex for 40 years, for God's sake. Yes, I was doing friendly banter. But why would I think that a 27 year old rugby player would want to play, play with a 47 year old overweight florist? You know? 
<laughs> why would you? <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't go. We put banter and yes, and, and off we went. And I'm sat there, and, and he rings me up and says, "So where are you then?" And it was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> you were serious? Okay, <laughs> you were serious." I said, "Well, of course I'm serious." Um, said, so you're not coming then? And I, no. <laughs> oh, dream smasher. Um, and I'm glad, but I'm glad I didn't. Subsequently, I am glad I didn't. But then it got me curious, thinking, well, maybe. So I've been getting emails from a website called Be Naughty. And I thought, let's have a look, as you do. And uh, so I joined and started getting all these messages from guys, anything from 18 to 80. And thought, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the 37, the 27 was bad enough, but 18... That's ridiculous. So my, I always used to say to the guys, being young enough to be my son is one thing. Being young enough to be my grandson is just wrong <laughs> on so many levels. Please. See, so had a limit. My friends would go, why not? When I said to my friend about this 27-year-old, I said, I've just been propositioned by 27-year-old week. And she said, and? I said, what do you mean, and? <laughs> Did you go? No, of course I'm not going. <laughs> and I thought, Oh, this is a whole new life I obviously know nothing about. So joined the website, started meeting people, and then one of the guys that I met there, he was a local guy to me, came over to have a look at my boiler, literally my boiler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people always say, yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> and, um, and on the way out, he said, I've been going to a club for the last few months. You should come along sometime. A few months later in the February, one of his friends was having a, a birthday party there and I thought birthday party in a swingers club okay um he said come along so I went along and oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh what is this place <laughs> what am I doing here <laughs> you know it was that shock factor you know I didn't know these places existed <laughs> and then three couples, three of us couples, so six of us went and into a room and started playing. Uh, and it's like, what is going on here? <laughs> what happens? And it was just funny because I I wasn't, okay, I gave a couple of blowjobs. I admit that. But generally speaking, it was the, birth, <laughs> the birthday girl was just having a whale of a time. And it was an education because... I didn't even know what squirting was. It was such an education because when you haven't had sex for 40 years, orgasm, squirting, gutting, <laughs> about, boys, you know. <laughs> and she was squirting for England. <laughs> and, and she was just having a whale of a time. And I like the, the juxtaposition of the word whale of a time and squirting in the same line. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, amused me as well. I've that one before. I'll, I'll remember that one. And, and yeah, and they said, took me to the dungeon and I saw all of this equipment that I didn't know why it was there and what you did with it. <laughs> so it was all quiet. <sighs> and when we left, my friend said to me, so what did you think of it? You know, and I went, yeah. <laughs> and that was my introduction into swinging. Wow. And Which is probably the same as a lot of people, but probably not <laughs> many people get into it as late as I did. 
Well, when you got there in the end, and that's the that's the bit that counts. Making up for lost time is what has been said quite a lot. <laughs> you certainly are, aren't you? You appear to be owning that. <laughs> so you're good on you. So you're on B Naughty this site. I don't think I've heard of that. I've one, never so heard of it. Maybe B that's Naughty fallen now. by the wayside. That site, <clears throat> but it, it may have done. It was one of about twelve that were all linked together at the time. Oh, okay. And if you joined one, then they passed your details on mm. to all of the others. Yeah. You know? Okay, one of those sort of things. So, so uh, we know that you're on Fab. And we earlier before we we started this 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 little recording bit, we had a little mini chat because it's always nice to have a bit of a chat before. And you mentioned to us your ten grades of wanker, <laughs> and I, I, I you see in you my like head, that, I've you? been wanting to talk about the ten grades of wanker for the last however long we've been recording. So can you please tell us what what is the ten grades of wanker and how does it work? Well, yeah, it's it's kind of quite simple and maybe maybe quite boring. But because you get these messages, do you want to suck my cock? <laughs> Straight in. Um, yeah, brilliant start to a conversation. Like you'd go up to somebody in a bar and say, would you like to suck my cock? You know, <laughs> not really. Um, Is that number you know, 10 or number one? <laughs> it's not really the first thing that springs to most people's minds, <laughs> apart from wankers. So, <laughs> so the grade one wanker is... Either do you want to suck my cock or do you want to come on my tits? You know, or can I come on your tits? But then grade two is, hello, do you want to suck my cock? <laughs> <laughs> the politeness helps. Blunt exactly. with a hint yeah. of politeness. Grade three, hello, how are you? Do you want to suck my cock? <laughs> <laughs> and if they can say 10 things before, do you want to suck my cock? <laughs> then they're not a wanker. They're not a real wanker. They're just pretending. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my, that, oh my, that's my 10 grades, you know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that, should, that should be adopted. It should be one of the, the rules of fab, I think. Yeah, you, my friend, are number six on the uh, Siobhan <laughs> scale of wankerism. <laughs> we need to do T-shirts. You are a grade six wanker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, I oh love God. your profile. Do you want to suck my cock? You know, I mean... Oh. You're number three. Yeah. Sorry, love. <laughs> yeah. I've looked at your profile. I love your pictures. <laughs> what about if they wrote wrote a few paragraphs and and sort of extolling the the wonders of you and reading your profile and referencing it, but the very last line is, "Do you want to suck my cock?" <laughs> yeah, they're borderline. Borderline. Yeah. Borderline wanker. <laughs> Because basically, they've got to, if they've done that, they've shown that they've got at least two brain cells. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Haven't they? So the criteria for a wanker is two or less brain cells. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Uh, and what, yeah. what do you, Suter, one, one assumes they're not on the, the 10 shades of wanker list? Wait, yes. It's got to be, I mean, on my profile, it, my profile when I first went on there was, was quite short, as it probably is with most people. And then you get the wankers <laughs> and the time wasters yeah. and it gets longer because yeah. you have to spell it out mm -mm. in black and white what you want mm -hmm. them to do. And so they have to have a face pick. I mean, why you would even want to talk to somebody without seeing their picture baffles me beyond belief. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Because we don't, I don't pick people. I don't decide just on the picture. I mean, that would be shallow, mm. to say the least. But there's got to be something. Yeah. And the picture for me, there, there, are, there are four categories. That's another thing that I've got on there, four categories yes. of people. <laughs> the one, which are the Martins of this world, which are 
Oh, yes. How soon can you come? (laughs) (laughs) You'll be be hearing this if you leave that bit in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The second one is, oh, yeah, quite nice looking. Yeah, worth worth chatting. Third one is, okay, maybe, you know, let's, let's have a chat and see what happens. And the fourth one is, Oh, dear God, no. (laughs) Some guys, a lot of guys, let's be fair, make absolutely no effort whatsoever when they take their picture. They may have just come home from a serious night on the town. They are slumped in the chair with their chins hanging out and their stubble and their hair all disheveled and their beer belly flowing with looking seriously miserable. And for some reason, they decide that's a good picture to put up. It's one of my biggest annoyances out there. And I thought punctuation was your biggest. Pu- punctuation is, is cl- dear to my heart, but also the, in fact, not just the pictures of men, but the lack of effort that a lot of men just don't, they, they just don't put the effort in. Mm. And especially if you go to a, a club, and, and we talked about this with Martin the other week, um, you know, you'll, you'll see this woman beautifully dressed up and gone to every effort and done her makeup and, you know, probably wearing a, some sort of dress with some sort of delicious underwear showing all this sort of stuff. And they've gone to the effort of matching everything. And then there's a guy in some ripped fucking jeans and a pair of sandals and a t-shirt or whatever it might be with hasn't even bloody combed his hair. Drives me nuts. Yep. I'll agree with you there, 100%. So we know that you've been on TV a couple of times. No stranger to the stardom, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that you've met one of Carolyn's secret crushes. Oh, well, he's not a secret crush. I use a guilty pleasure. A guilty pleasure, then. Because most... <laughs> Yes, it did surprise me when you said. Yeah, it just surprised me as well. It was almost a divorce moment. (laughs) It's just a little guilty pleasure. It it doesn't happen all the time, just now and then. And who is this guilty secret? Might be Jeremy Kyle. (laughs) So for our... our, Good old Jezza. Good old Jezza. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Sweetheart, do you want to explain who Jezza is? Because not everyone Uh, will will know Jezza, this side of the, um, the pond. That's mm, uh, kind I'm, of gone a bit quiet. And we've all been celebrating uh, since. No! <laughs> Jeremy no. Chat Show, um, a show where he would invite anecdotal uh, <laughs> scenarios that they wanted to maybe cover with. Hands. It normally involves a DNA test. Uh, always a DNA <laughs> test or a lie detector test or um, mm-hmm. some kind of test where he could... Um, brandish an envelope halfway through the show and dramatically reveal some results to the heckling audience. <laughs> However, I've got a lot of time for Jezza because um, not only am I a dentist, he always wears a suit. But also, I just found that the whole uh, airing already sitting there going, oi, no, you, calm down, calm down. I'm not telling it very well, really. But Well, I, yeah, <clears> I thought you were just going to start describing the whole plot <laughs> of a Jeremy Kyle episode. But we always then. had an uh, exciting, dramatic kind of show-stopping uh, so I, I, I slept with my neighbour's wife's, I'm the father or something. So you've reached late night Jeremy Kyle <laughs> chat, where we'll be discussing the benefits of Jeremy Kyle throughout the evening. Um, so yes, we've established Jezza. now that, Siobhan, that you have been on Jezza's show. What? Tell us about yes. that, please. Yes. I mean, that was bizarre because I hadn't, I had watched the occasional show because it's on in the morning and I was obviously working, so... It wasn't something that I was an avid viewer of, but I had seen it and I always regard it 
um, as train crash families. Yes. Yes. Very succinctly (laughs) put. I didn't say anything like that. And I should have just said train 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 crash crash families. families. Yes. Well done. Of which there are hundreds of thousands. I do have to wonder why (laughs) they would go on there knowing how brutal he can be. Yes. Yep. With with the wankers, you know, (laughs) are on there. So, yeah, but I had, and, and yes, for a lot of people, it was great entertainment and, and watching all the heckling and whatever. But again, they were real people and many, many, many sad stories. Yeah. They were, you know, when I say train crash, because they were troubled families. They were they were train crashing that so many ghastly, mm. horrible things, which, which again, it is real life. Thank God I never had anything that disastrous but i had done the reason i was on there was because i had done two magazine articles ah. i had been i am on several websites for the porn that i do modeling is the term you know <laughs> adult modeling darling um, <laughs> just including a little bit of wanking um, she's so glamorous <laughs> isn't she <laughs> And so I'm on the, and the funny thing is, this particular website was called Mad Cow Models. Where would you come up with a, with Ma- a title like really? that? <laughs> and so the, the photographer that had got me into it, who is on Fab, I was, I hadn't long been, hadn't done, only done a few of videos. And this lady on there but worked with a media company and said, messaged me and said, we'd like to interview you about your modeling career. Oh, well, I think wow. I'd done two shoots <laughs> at that time. So I said, it's not exactly a career. And so she said, well, we'd still like to. So over the course of uh, a month, six weeks maybe, we just spoke on the phone. They never got, they were in Birmingham, I think. They never did get to send a photographer. I ended up sending them mm-hmm. pictures. And um, so we just chatted, blah, 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 blah. And then they sent me the story, what they were going to publish. And so what they do is they, send it out to all the magazines and see who's interested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, why not? Could earn me a bit of money? Let's go for it. I worked for a supermarket. We had to go in the supermarket. And then um, they wanted a picture of me in my uniform. Oh. My oh. supermarket uniform. Gosh. <laughs> no, sorry. Not allowed. You know, you cannot say, mention that, you know, who I work for. You can say supermarket, but that's it. Because I knew I would get into trouble. Right. As bringing the company into disrepute. Yes. yes which I've subsequently done anyway, but hey, ho. <laughs> I don't care because I don't work for them anymore. So, they, so we did this. They sent it out to the things and Closer magazine came back and said they wanted it. Marvellous. Yes, please. And then that slide came back and said they wanted it. Mm, Marvellous. So it went into print. And then I realised that we actually sell Closer magazine in the supermarket where I work. Ah. Oops. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wasn't working the week it came out, but I went to the branch in Worcester Park and read it. <laughs> oh. oh, I love it. <laughs> so there it was, this 62-year-old swinging, you know, that was going to the New Year's party, whatever, and all about <laughs> Me being a swinger and a porn star, and I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to get one of those calls when I get back to work going, Siobhan, <laughs> can we just have a little word? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
conversations. And sure enough, so I wasn't there that week, but the following week I went in, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. No. And I'm thinking, really? Got to Friday, got in. Siobhan, <laughs> I would like a word upstairs. Hmm, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> and the funny thing was, young guy, 25 years old, got the task of talking to me about it. Didn't want to, highly embarrassed, talked about everything under the rising sun, and eventually, well, that's just one other thing. <laughs> so what you in the magazine article? And, but actually, he said they were fine. They were fine about it. What I did in my private life was entirely up to me. Oh. Um, mm. So, and he said, if anybody tries to give you any grief, you let us know, and we'll sort them out. So, actually, they were absolutely fine about it. That's brilliant. Then, within a couple of weeks, I'm sitting here, and the phone goes, pick it up. Oh, hello, is that one? Yes. Oh, my name's Bianca. Um, I work for ITV. Hey. <laughs> We'd like you to come on the Jeremy Kyle show. What? Why? Me thinking, train crash families. Where do I fit into that? She said, no, we've seen the art- one of the-, the article in Closer magazine, and Jeremy is really keen to interview you. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, I really want to. <laughs> 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 do I? Yeah. Why not? You only live once, eh? <laughs> Yeah, well, they wanted, and the other thing was, it it was all very rush-rush, because they rang me on the Monday, and they wanted me to go up to Manchester on the Wednesday to film it. Wow. It was very quick. Mm -hmm. So I had two days to think about it. They wanted me to take somebody with me. Did I have a friend or a family member who didn't, preferably who didn't agree with with what I was doing? (laughs) But A, I didn't know anybody that disagreed, didn't, didn't agree with what I was doing. And C, none of the people that I knew who did it, didn't want to go on the television anyway (laughs) because whilst they knew what I was doing they didn't want all their friends and family to know that they knew what I was doing so yeah so I got a guy off fab to get to do it as well excellent amazing and what was what was the show like how did it go it was hysterical (laughs) I have to say it was I mean and and to be fair to the show I have always said they treated me very well there was a lot of stuff that came out after that guy that committed suicide etc mm. and there was a lot of people slagging it off I had no complaints at all about how I was treated particularly I have to emphasize on the mental health side That's because I had had mental health problems mm-hmm. and I was still on the medication mm-hmm. and they were thorough beyond belief That's good um, they wanted to know all your physical conditions what medication you're on for any of those any mental health problems at all any medication you were on they followed you all the way through they rang me here they rang me when I got to the hotel they they came to see me in the dressing room they were there by the the back side of the stage and they were there afterwards couldn't fault them on that so anybody that's criticized on that I have to say my experience was nothing but good. Yeah. My burning question, actually, did you throw a chair at anybody? And did anyone throw a chair at you? No. <laughs> that happens a lot in Jeremy Kyle, apparently. It does. Oh, actually, oh, it does, yeah, actually. it does, yeah. Yes. Someone always gets up and throws a chair around. <laughs> yes. It was all very civilised, you see, because it was just me. Because I didn't know he just did these single interviews. You right. know, it was all about families. Yeah. So... It was all a bit bizarre. One of the funniest bits about it was that we had to go to the studio to do a a mic check at some point beforehand. And you got to see all the other people that were going to be on the main part of the show. And mainly, I don't know what the story was that day. I cannot remember when I actually saw the program when it came out. But so we're all in the audience bit and you all have to go down and put have this microphone on. And then they say, yeah, 
hello, Jim. And the question was, do you have any hobbies? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure whether that was designed especially for me, but, you know, all the people, one by one, they went up, and they were all young people, not the most exciting, I have to say. Guys would go, yeah, well, you know, like a bit of footy, going down the pub. You know, it was all pretty boring. And the girls were much the same, you know, going out on the town with their friends, looking after the kids. So then it's me, <laughs> the oldest one there. Right, go on. So, Siobhan, have you got any hobbies? Uh, yeah, I'm a swinger. <laughs> and, like, and they all started clapping. What? Totally not expecting it at all. And uh, then as we were going back to the dressing rooms, they were the youngsters were coming up saying, is that true? Is that really true? You, you're a swinger? I'm going, yeah. I said, that's why I'm here. What? You know. <laughs> so, so that was just historical. And then when it came to actually going on, you know, we're out off stage. And then Jeremy sort of says, right, I've, I had never covered this subject before. My, my guest today is Siobhan. She's mm-hmm. 62, 62 and she's a porn star. Now, you could see the audience, which were a mixed age, as they always are. And this kind of, they all had this idea about what a 62-year-old porn star would look like. <laughs> so it's like, yay! <laughs> And then I walk on and it's like, yay, oh, my God, she could be my neighbor. She could be my mom. What? Yeah. You know, we oh. weren't expecting that today. Oh, bonus. <laughs> and so he said, oh, so he said, so I'm a little scared. And he was down the other side of the stage. So I just totted up to him and gave him a big hug and said, don't be scared, Jeremy. I'll look after you. <laughs> and he follows me back back to the, to the chairs like a little lap dog. And then. That, oh, because no, the production team had said to me they wanted me to to go for it. <laughs> they wanted me to flirt with him, embarrass him, do what I like, say what I like, oh, wow. whatever. And they kept on. They weren't sure if I was going to. So it was like, mm-hmm. you will do it, won't you? You you will do it, even <laughs> right up until the moment I went on stage. Now you're going to go for it, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They still didn't know. So we sat down, and the first thing I I said was. Do you like my puppies, Jeremy? (laughs) (laughs) And he went, stop it. So I said, stop what, Jeremy? Would you like a blowjob, Jeremy? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What did he say? (laughs) He he just shocked and he went, please don't use that word. What word, Jeremy? Blowjob. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, I had to keep on using it, didn't I? Oh my God. Um, just for the sheer hell of it. And the yeah. audience were just hysterical. I mean, because they said the same to us. You may get some heckling and that. Mm. Are you okay with that? I mean, yeah, not a heckle. And they loved it. The youngsters loved it. The older people loved it. There was one guy with grey hair and he just had this biggest smile on his face. It was like a fire program. Then, and Jeremy asks me questions like, What's the youngest guy that you've, you know, done that to? Done what to, Jeremy? Bloody job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I 23. And the audience were like, and there's these young lads, and they're all, they're all huddled over, you know, um, joking with each other. And, and there was one guy going, do you think we could get one? Oh, you know? oh my God. <laughs> oh, I have to say, I'm a bit jealous you got to uh, meet Jeremy Kyle. And offer him uh, a blowjob. Oh, I'm yes. not sure I would offer him. I'm impressed that she met him and got to. And I didn't get to give him one. No, oh. so many times did you? Did he? Did you give him one? 
That was purely because I had to rush off afterwards. <laughs> but the offer still stands. The opportunity didn't arise, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That That is a cracking yeah, he story. He was fine. Everybody asks me what he was like. I mean, I didn't see him before the show, didn't see him afterwards, but he was fine in the interview. It was it was such a giggle. It was so much fun. Oh, that that's amazing. Thank you ever so much for sharing uh, that. I, I'm I curious love that. to see what's next, Jeremy, Jeremy Kyle, Channel 4. Whatever next. I know. Like I was interviewed by series. Mickey Flanagan, I hasten to add. Ooh. I'll just slip that one in. Wow. Ooh. You can't just, just slip that in there and not give us a little bit of detail. Blimey. A little bit of detail. That's got to be the shortest clip in history. You can, <laughs> you can still find it, apparently. It was on Sky. He was doing a series of um, alternative lifestyles or midlife crisis. So he was investigating things and swinging was one of the things he was looking at. Okay. And they, they contacted me, the Sky, and asked me if I'd go to the Hellfire Club in Sunbury. Oh, yeah. Oh, been- I've heard We've of it, We've not yeah. been there, but it's on the list. Of yes. We have heard of it. Um, in safer COVID times, obviously, yeah. it's on the list. But- <laughs> yes. Obviously, that's all out the window now. Yeah, but- yeah, of course. Yeah, so they take- took over the club for the evening and... Um, and I got interviewed on a on a settee with Mickey Flanagan. Oh my goodness! You are a dark horse, aren't you? Well, you know, clearly the highlight is being interviewed by us, though. I'm well, just going to put that. I mean, out. She doesn't need to say that. To the top. That's, that's what she's nodding in agreement it to on the camera. To the top of the list because we know Siobhan likes to make lists now yeah. with her ten wankers and her four profiles, <laughs> and and obviously now it's going to be her favourite interview ever, ever, ever. <laughs> so I think we've got one final question for you today, Siobhan. Yeah, because we're running out of time a little bit. So this one is all about, actually, from from doing the TV show, we've had a lot of people get in touch um, that are looking to join the lifestyle, the swinging lifestyle, and take part and dip their toes in. Mm. So what would you, what would be your top tip for new people who are thinking about having a go? Having a go. Having a go. Swinging. <laughs> Ooh. Well, there would be so many. It's, it's like, don't don't go with any preconceived ideas. Regard it as, as an opportunity to meet new people, to socialise with people and to play with them if, if everybody's in agreement and have fun. But the most important thing is enjoy it and have fun because you can. You, the world is such a shit place at the moment, <laughs> particularly with COVID and everything. Everybody needs to relax and have fun. And you, you can do that. In, in in a lovely swinging environment. Lovely. I think that's a, a wonderful yeah. end to the little interview with you today. Siobhan, is there anywhere that people can find you out in the world? Is there any, If you or, want them to. If you want them to. <laughs> or, or would you rather they didn't find you? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, actually, because people have discovered, have found me. They've they've been quite ingenious in, in managing it, given that all they had on the programme was Siobhan as a florist. Yeah. You know, I mean, where do you find that? But they've managed it and... I've had phone calls and emails on all my different emails, amazingly, and on Facebook and on Twitter. And the thing is, it's quite, yeah, I don't know how to reply to that, actually. <laughs> well, well, let's let's say that if people need to find you, I'm sure they will find you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. You're like Batman. You'll show up at just the right time. I will, yeah, I will appear somewhere. I mean, <laughs> of course, they can all find me on Fab, but um, that's where I'm well known. I really want to say thank you ever so much for joining us today. It's been a real, real pleasure just chatting around to you and 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 going through some of this, some of these amazing stories. Oh, I know. I, I mean, love the, the Jeremy Carl experience. Well, I, I know you'd love the Jeremy Carl yeah, experience. I like hearing about the Jeremy Carl experience. <laughs> 
No, it's been amazing. It was, it was such a pleasure, lovely to catch up with you again. Yeah. Right, Mrs. H, do you want to do the thing? I do. Uh, well, thank you very much for hopping into our bed. Thank you.